Well, it's time for a perfectly normal episode of Cast Ranger. Or it would be if we didn't have a very special guest. Fresh from his expired contract living in our basement editing the show for the last four years is our intern, Matt. How's it going, Matt? Sell you greetings all in Cast Ranger space. <laughs> Hi, Matt. How's it so going, up, Matt? <laughs> It's real dark down there. How you been? It's real dark down there, you know? I'm sitting yeah. down here with Maurice the Rat, my pet. You guys really need to come and spray for, you know, pests and stuff. I'm also thinking I'm not alone down here. I keep on hearing weird voices. Well, that's uh, it's very strange. My, uh, my, my experiment. That's, that's our next tier on the Patreon. If we get more people, you know, paying us every month, we can afford proper uh, pest, <laughs> pesticides and such. Food, Food for Matt. Like well, we can first, get food for Matt because God knows we room. haven't been doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, Matt, nice. since since you're up here, do you do you want to talk about Shin Kamen Rider with us? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, cool. Kill the roll call, everybody. I think we need a HR department. Connect loading. Perfect. Show running super savant. Rebel up! Bluecaster, super Ichi. Loud and online. Greycaster, Robolane. Researcher of the Tokuverse. Ultracaster, Gar. Return of the Source Material. Greencaster, Zen Sheen. Trauma Inducer, Northcaster, Saga. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger on air! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 448 and our Pokemon of the week thanks to Jerry in the chat is Lucario. Perfect for a Lucario. <laughs> and what? This is a perfect week for Cell to be here. Right? Yeah, you love Lucario. <laughs> yes. We all love too Lucario. He's, he's as a friend. Old like not really i think it was he like a jackal it's a wolf Dog, i think wolf fox karate man he's clearly a wolf yeah because yeah, you know Toys wolves are known for having spikes they're pokemon yeah. <laughs> anyway yes uh it's a very special episode we have a very special guest with us bit aside uh please introduce yourself to those who may not be aware who you are Yo, what is up, everybody? My name is Matt. I run a YouTube channel called Monstrosities, which covers kaiju, tokusatsu stuff, and uh, yeah, just uh, been a big fan of this crap for most of my life, actually. Valid. You'll fit in. Yeah, it sounds like you'll yeah, fit in right? fine with this much. That's, that's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I hate Toku. <laughs> what? Sal, you love Ninja. It was your favorite. Oh, boy. Anyways, thank you for being on, though. It's very, uh, always good. Yeah, honored to meet you, man, finally. No, thank you for having me. It really is. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to it, and thank you. It's an honor. Yeah, but uh, to introduce who we are to you and to our, any of our audience members who might be tuning in for the first time, we are a gaggle of Ontario-based tokusatsu enthusiasts who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and usually a third thing. But this is a very special episode, and the timing of the airing of episodes lined up pretty nicely. So what's happening is there's an episode of King Oger, but not Geats. So what we're doing is this week on this episode, we're only going to be talking about Shin Kamen Rider, the movie that recently came out. And then and next week- Not the week, 90s one, we, we already talked about that. <laughs> yeah. 
and then Space baby is staying dormant yeah and then next week we will do a double episode of king Ogier review which really sucks because this week's king Ogier was amazing it was pretty good it really was but i'm not bitter we're going ahead as planned yeah that's so, right <laughs> watching shin kamen rider yeah but before we get to the actual movie discussion, uh, we have a little bit of news to talk about. A little bit of news. Which means it's time for news mode. News mode. News mode. So, as expected, we have a bunch of Gotchard-related news to talk about. And the first one is kind of a doozy for those who care about suit actors. Uh, we got confirmation that the actor who will be portraying Kamarader Gotchard in the suit will be none other than Eitoku who has been notably playing mostly secondary riders for his entire career, including... Oh, looks like he finally got out of prison. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Funny, too, because everyone's everyone's been posting that, like, Forze special where it's just Forze, like, outing Eitoku, just yep. being like, he'll never be a primary rider suit actor. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, this is the man who was the suit actor for riders such as The End, Excel, Birth, Meteor, Baron, Cross, and Blades. Nice. And now he's oh, finally all the blue a main guy. Ones. There you go, he was playing. All the blue ones. Yeah. And now he's blue and shit. <laughs> now, now he's blue goggle rider. Well, yeah. the primary form. He is shiny yeah. and chrome. Yeah. And chrome. So congratulations to him for finally graduating into portraying a primary character. Good for him. Yeah, badass. All right. Next, we had the cast announcements for Gotchard aside from the suit actor, as well as a trailer put out to advertise the show. So now we know who's going to be who in the basic main cast. Uh, playing Hotaro Ichinose, Kamarader Gotchard, is Junsei Motojima. Uh, he is a filial son who prioritizes helping his mom and the restaurant, doesn't know what to do for himself, in search of that gotcha in life. Oh. Apparently he wants that SSR. Yeah. So we look forward in life to the, the gotcha moments. Apparently over the course of the show, he's going to be making creative dishes using the restaurant kitchen. Nice. Uh, and then <laughs> he discovers cute. the chemis and discovers alchemy, and that apparently is the gotcha for him. I see. Gotcha, cool. It's so funny that there he's an alchemist, because like in the trailer, we got to like see like most of his henshin, and he does the fucking full metal alchemist pose with like the triangle hands. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're styled after a TCG because that does play into the gotcha aspect because yep. TCGs are basically just gotcha. <laughs> All right. Next, we have our primary female character, uh, Rene Kudo, <laughs> played by Rayo Matsumoto, Hotaro's classmate with excellent grades and good manners, also an alchemist. Uh, so this is like yeah. a school of alchemy, right? Yeah. It's, he's, it's alchemy high school. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And then we have discovered the identity of Valvarad, the rider-like. Uh, his name is Spanner Kurogane, played by Yasunari okay. Fujibayashi. Uh, he is an A-class alchemist and graduate of the academy and was sent to assist in collecting of the chemis. He is a cool, pretentious elite who thinks chemi are just man-made tools. He's going to be man. Oh, and he created the Valvarad oh. armor, apparently. Oh, that's probably why it looks so, like, shitty and makeshift. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he built his rider suit himself? Yeah, well, it's not a rider, it's a, it's a rider-like, but yeah. Yeah. It's cool, rider. Yeah. He'll probably become a rider later, if this, this yeah. is just like Chaser. Exactly, like Chaser. Yeah. 
I was just thinking that it's like Jace. Yeah. Next, we have uh, some support characters. Uh, Renge Icho, played by Oto Abe, an alchemist classmate. Uh, then we have Sabimaru Tsuruhara, played by Rikia Tomizono, a brainy alchemist and a fellow classmate, extremely misanthropic, and carries a tablet with a built-in AI named Isaac. Oh, of course. <laughs> Neat. Then we have... The angry video game nerd. <laughs> Minato, a dull-looking middle-aged history teacher at Hotaru's high school, but he is secretly a teacher at the Alchemist Academy. This guy looks a little bit like Laser. He does look like Laser. And then this this other character who looks like Wool from Zio uh, is Ryo Kajiki, played by Amon Kabe, Hotaru's classmate. Hey, looks like Tomiki with like bushy hair. A little bit, yeah. Uh, he loves the occult, an avid reader of Paranormal Planet magazine. Oh, you know, you know, he. This guy's going to be a writer at some point, definitely. This, this guy looks like White Wizard. <laughs> uh, so first we have Tamami Ichinose, played by Yoko Mina Mina Mino, Hotaro's mother, runs a, a restaurant. Her husband travels abroad as an adventurer, and then this apparently gentleman. Her actor, <laughs> apparently, her actor was in the um, uh, freaking Coffee Ranger. Oh, neat. So is this yeah. supposed to be like a, a fantasy world they're in? Well, it's a world that has alchemy. And adventurers, you know? Like, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't wait for Gotchard Brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we the have... more accurate um, interpretation. The common writer that follows yeah. the manga. It's, yeah, sure to the manga. <laughs> It'll be the one common writer show I actually like. <laughs> And as this gentleman is Fuga Kudo, played by Kanji Ishimaru, Rin's father, who was an outstanding alchemist, protecting the Kemi from the three dark sisters, and entrusts Hotaro with the gotcha driver. And speaking of three dark sisters, <laughs> uh, we have a villain played by a fucking nine-year-old. What? Yeah! <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're named after the, the fates. Yeah. Okay. So the three Do dark we sisters. Know? <laughs> I know! You know. Uh, we have Alisa Sakamaki as Lachesis, the youngest daughter, who uses a special alchemy that is activated with the tone of her voice. Uh, Atropos, played by Itono Okita, who looks like a young girl but is the eldest sister. And Kanan Miyahara as Clotho, the middle child who is good at fighting. I see. Yeah. So this almost like another b fucking Baroba situation. She looks like she's young, like, but she's like she's 100 like a, years old. Yeah, she's like a 15-year-old girl, but she's like 350 years old. It doesn't make it okay. We don't need to talk about that. No. <laughs> it's, you, know, you know who she is, Cell? It's, it's fucking Melisandre. Uh, but that's the, that's the reverse of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who knows? She'll take, she'll take off whatever charm she has on. She'll be old woman. Yeah. And then the rest of this info is all stuff about the story that we've talked about before. So we'll move on to the next article, which is uh, regarding the trading card uh, releases. So... This is most of this is info we knew before, but this is there's a cute little thing that I wanted to mention here. They're they're doing a password campaign for the Riot Kemi trading cards starting on September second, a day before the series makes its premiere. If you say the password "Common Rider Gotchard" to the store clerk, they will give you a special promotional pack of three cards. Oh my! Can you just imagine like a thirty year old walking into a store and like the employees like 
18, 19. <laughs> and just come in like that gotcha. Like, and then they're like, uh, he knows. They're like, he knows the password. Get in the cards. Here's the funny thing. Uh, I was just about they to... They turn into trolls. I was just about to read the next section, which is the campaign is only available for elementary school children. <laughs> <laughs> no, and yeah. that's why. There's going to be yeah, this guy be. who was outside of his store. He walks by kids, gives them money, be like, hey, guys, can you give me this, these, these packs? Appreciate it, man. It's like the equivalent of you know Taco would do that with his kid. No, no, it's it's like Kiki. It's like reverse uh, getting an older person to buy you beer. That's exactly what I was gonna say. (laughs) No, it's exactly that situation. Absolutely, no reverse. (laughs) No reverse. (laughs) Common Rider teaching adults to exploit children. (laughs) I mean, hasn't it always? No, that's power. These, ca- these, these cards, these cards are gonna ruin the rider fandom. That's just Alpha's magical Christmas specifically. No, like, like, stop like... mentioning that. <laughs> oh. like, I can see it now. Anime North, like twenty twenty five. You go to the uh, I almost called it the Ichimonji. Uh, <laughs> the Ichimonji. Nomi no Ichi. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there's just gonna be people with binders full of these, du- oh, like, fuck yeah. of all oh, these yeah. cards. Everyone's gonna go hype over them, and then a year and a half later, everyone's just gonna just, I'm done. And as always, each is gonna have the best table. <laughs> well, as we all know, where there's no me, it's no Ichi. Yep. But yeah, as we've said before, we have secured ourselves a couple of booster boxes of uh, one of Phase Zero and one of Phase One, so look forward to an upcoming unboxing video from us. And I got cool. the biggest belt edition, so... <laughs> it al- also, apparently, it's been stated over the last week that if you buy a full box of Phase Zero, you're guaranteed to get every card in the set. Oh, yeah, geez. but we'll probably get, like, hollows and shit, so that'll be cool. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. All right, next, in Figure Arts news, uh, we have SH Figure Arts, Kamen Rider Black Sun, specifically the first Henshin version. Oh, spoilers. Oh, his kaiji? Oh, okay. I guess guess his suit changes over the course of the series? I haven't watched Uh, that yet. It's just reminding me of when the original Black Henshin's and you see, like, the monster form for, like, a split second before the armor goes on. It looks like his head is, like, heating up. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for Gar because he actually started watching it. But yeah, yes, there, uh, for the most for, for for a bit of the first part of the thing, he's more grasshopper kaijin than a common rider. So yeah, apparently this is based on the fifth episode. Oh, then yeah, he's grasshopper kaijin. Then that's cool. I would uh, buy that. Yeah, so one really nice design. Yeah, it's all right. 150 millimeters tall, comes with weapon, holding weapon hand, interchangeable hands, extra it chest comes piece. With weapon. Uh, Tamashi Nation 2023 event exclusive, 7,700 yen November release. So, like, 80 bucks. Ish. Yeah, Ish. it'll be like 100 yeah. after everything. Yeah. Yeah. And our last new story is a also heat related figure. It's Kamen Rider O's Taja Doru combo final episode version. He's Holy shit! What's the difference? It comes with all giant fire wings <laughs> and the uh, the Putatera medals. And just and as you said that, shot. it changed the image over to it. <laughs> and, yeah. the, and the broken Ankh medal. 
Um, it, honestly, I feel like if you don't have a Taja Dole figure art yet, this is the one to get. Absolutely. That's nice that's pretty. God, this form is so fucking pretty. Yep. Oh, I like the stand. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's super cool. Oh, that wallpaper is so good. Yeah. Oh, final episode of O's was freaking mwah. Yeah. Especially the director's cut version. Yeah. All right. 145 millimeters tall. Comes with Taja Spinner, cracked Taka Metal. The... Oh, my God. And if you have the Onk figure, you could fucking actually do, like, the proper, like, Hesots they do, where he, like, channels the spirit or whatever. Oh, yeah. man. So this That'd is also sick. Tamashi Nations 2023, 13,750 yen. So that's uh -huh. over $140. That's that's warranted. And that's releasing warranted. in November. Yeah. Oh, and the chat is telling us that the Disney Henshin belt got some new details? <laughs> oh, yes. No. I saw I saw there was an image of it like with the vault open. Let's take a look at this. So so what is the context on this? On the why is there a Disney Henshin belt? Because I, why not? I'm guessing to celebrate the hundredth anniversary or something. So they revealed what the belt looks like with the vault opened, and it looks like there's a screen in there. An LED screen. We wow. also see a couple of the keys: one with the Mickey Mouse shape, and one with a bow tie on it. What are the other ones down there? Let's see if we can. That Toy, Toy Story. Story. I think there's like a Marvel one too. I think that so, heart one is Alice in Wonderland. Probably. I'm not I'm sure any of this. How much you want to bet that they're workshopping the idea of a common Rider series set in the Kingdom Hearts universe? No, I was saying this is something Sora needs to wield in Kingdom Hearts 4 and get his own armor. That'd be, be fucking so sick. Rad. That'd be sick. Yeah. It probably is not, but... It's not, it's but... It's just a toy to have, yeah. yeah. What I'm guessing oh, is that, no. like, when you put the key in, it there's a little animation. Yeah, probably. Uh, Emily loves the fuck out of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> is Disney buying Common Rider? <laughs> Disney wants to make her own Common Rider. <laughs> they had a, they had a taste of Power Rangers, and now they want more. I was gonna freaking, say we already had the the, the mech. Several versions freaking, of it. Freaking Donald Disney, everybody. <laughs> Donald Disney. Donald Disney. <laughs> Donald Disney. Wow. All right, well, that's about it for the news for this week. Uh, the, 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 news. the simulation becomes clearer and clearer. <laughs> mm -hmm. Bye, Jerry. Hope everything goes okay. <laughs> so, that's the news. What shall we talk about now? Uh, give me a sec, because I just forgot to, to fix my sound bumper. How dare you? There we go. <laughs> setting it set up now. All right, so let's talk about Shin Kamen Rider. Transition, activate! Matt, you can unmute yourself if you'd like. Are you there, sir? Yes, sorry. Alright, so Gar, would you like to give us a preface on what this is and why it is what it is? So... I got nothing. Good talk. Good talk. So, sorry, I heard thumping outside. I'm like, oh god, they're after me. <laughs> okay, so, uh, 2020. I f wait, this movie got announced in 2020, right? Or 2021? I think 2021 sounds right. 50th anniversary. 
<laughs> which is sort of funny of you to think because again like paul mentioned i'm starting to watch uh black sun okay. it's a comrade 50th anniversary project at this point there are like five different 50th anniversary projects yep revise they're all good yeah uh, asterisk one. guys quick thing gar check this out uh hideki ano first proposed shin kamen rider after going close with toy during the production of his 2012 film Evangelion wow. 3.0. So this was in the works since 2012? Planning for the film began in 2015. Mm. Toy initially Ow. aimed for a release in 2021, the year of Kamen Rider's franchise's 50th anniversary. However, the thing happened. Yeah. So, the invasion. Backstreet, the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Yes. Invasion. So yeah, this has been, a, I guess he's been thinking about this one for a while. I'd be curious where this was in conjunction to Godzilla. It kind of shows sure. that I, I think he, Matt would. I think Matt would know more about that, wouldn't you? Um, <clears throat> most of, from what I can tell, uh, Shin Ultraman, Shin Kamen Rider. I mean, these were all discussions happening prior to Shin Godzilla. But then the minute that Shin Godzilla hit, and it became a huge success, it's when I think a lot of these projects actually started to move forward. Um, and uh, I'm trying. I feel like. Anna wasn't even attached to Shin at first. I think it was Higuchi, and then I think Higuchi asked Anna to come on board. I, I, or maybe I, I could be mistaken about that. But well, yeah, a lot of these things are. I mean, the good dude's been a. I mean, the guy got married in a freaking Kamen Rider One outfit. You know what I mean? Wow, so he's been a fanboy for what a badass. Uh, do we want to give a preface? Do we want to give a preface to those who might be listening, not know who Hideaki Anno is and why this is a big deal? Uh, have you ever heard? Uh, yeah, he's probably the most overrated anime director ever. Holy <laughs> shit! Um, I, I, Thank you! Actually, I'm no. not Holy that's, shit! That's how I feel. Thank you! Um, <laughs> guy, I, I, you know, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I'm not a big Ono <laughs> fan. I like, I really like the love Shin Godzilla. Um, oh, this like movie, additionally, I also love, but I, I don't know if there's a more overrated director on the face of planet earth than look, look, at that, look at this guy he looks like a genuine nice fella he can go have a drink with this dude he can be nice dude. and overrated i want to chill I to hear about, if i have to hear about this guy's genius one more time i will probably literally die it's <laughs> it's old you well know? i think it's he's a genius personally <laughs> so, what, so what i'm hearing is this guy is to anime as Kojima is to video games. Boom. <laughs> Damn. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. We are he's, all going to get canceled he, on the fucking he's gonna internet. Do, he's going to do Shin Go Ranger and then just <laughs> never ask me for anything else ever Damn. again. Could you fucking imagine Shin Go Ranger? Oh my god. If I hear Shin Sentai one more fucking time, <laughs> I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> I want it though. So, so quick, you have it. It's called 2017 Power Rangers. You're not wrong. That you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right, so I think we should like get quickly out of the way. Yes, Shin Godzilla is an amazing movie. Like, sure. yes, it, it, it's like it's weird how good it is. Like, it, it doesn't feel like it should be that good based off what it is, the time it was made, and all that. But it just works. Everything about it works. Shin Kamen mm -hmm. Rider for me didn't work. So I, I think uh. I think we should jump into it. Just like, what did everyone think? Uh, <laughs> my overall opinion of this is. There were a couple of really good shots, specifically the, the the finishers of the combat scenes. 
Uh, I like the bike chase, but overall, my my what I take away from this movie is there is a a lot of really weird editing choices. One might call oh, them yeah. bad editing choices. I I specifically yeah. highlighted one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, ten specific instances where I was so confused or, or that I had to specifically note that scene in red in my description, in my notes. Huh. I didn't think it was that many. Yeah. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I really do. Um, there, were some cho- there were some choices made. Um, I I really liked this. Yeah, <laughs> I no, really like this movie. For for me, like I have a couple nitpicks, which like I think a few of them will be very obvious, especially specifically one. Um, but overall, I thought it was pretty good. Like I thought the action was solid. Like, uh, just the like I like that one scene where like Ichigo and Nigo are just kind of jumping and fucking fighting each other and stuff. Like I just thought that whole sequence was fucking amazing. The Dragon Ball they're, battle? They're, yeah. yeah they're little they're little Dragon Ball fights. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, this this is silly as shit, but this is what yeah. we fucking love, everybody. <laughs> this is what we watch week to fucking okay, but week. The, but that's that's one of it's the problems I have too. though. It it was trying to be like too silly sometimes, and other times it was too serious. Isn't that what Common Rider is? Though? I was I was it gonna say true, I, and maybe that's why I don't like Common Rider. One of my tenets of Tokusatsu, and I've said this back when we did our Q and A, the best thing to me about Tokusatsu is when it manages to strike that juxtaposition, that balance between its action and its comedy. And I, I would go. I would. Can I just interject for one second? Sure. I would say that. To, well, to me, I, to compound on your thought, I would say that it's more about how it can take itself seriously while also not taking itself seriously. Like, it can present itself in, in a way that is, quite frankly, lame at times, but it's how much it makes you believe it okay, that I, I feel like is the, yeah. I would agree with you, but I think it's better done by other people, because exactly who does that, sure. you know who does that perfectly? James Gunn. Like, his movies um, are such a great mix of this is should not like polka dot man should not be as great of a character as oh he is. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's what it's how it takes the absurd or like the cheap looking or the artificial and makes you believe it. Like, and, like just okay. makes you go, yes, this is a world where a guy is a grasshopper cyborg. And, and I'd be okay that with that. Movie. But I, I think the biggest problem for me is part of it is the length. This did not need to be two hours. It did not need to be two hours, no. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hour length is part of the problem. You guys will sit through a three and a half hour Marvel movie, but you'll complain about a two hour runtime from a Japanese film. Listen, I expected more out of you I don't guys. Sit through I sat through Avengers I, I, Endgame I and Theaters. Weiss. <laughs> I'm gonna be antagonistic this round, I think. I actually really love the film. Um okay, that's fair. But like I uh, like having different and, perspectives. And again, if if I come off as playfully pokey, it's just yeah, it's no, just by, a, by all means just, fire away. Oh yeah, like yeah. I'm a, I'm a tear into this um, one. I, I'm I'm I mean, just depressed you out. The thing that's being discussed right now is kind of like I mean, that's kind of been the eternal struggle of comrade as a franchise since day one you know you had ishinomori who wanted kind of like this this darker you know tragic story of which you know those first few episodes really didn't do that well and it wasn't until uh writer two came in and things lightened up and everything 
that it really kind of became a hit and it was, you know, great with kids and stuff like that. But there's always been this weird yin and yang to, you know, the serious part of Comrider and then the goofier part of Comrider. I don't know yeah. necessarily if, if Anna was trying to do that in this because I, I would agree that it is a little bit black and white. It's not really melded as well as I think some other, you know, pieces of media have done. Um, but I do think that it, that's something to, to take into account is the fact that we are literally, it's this, I mean, Godzilla is kind of the same way, maybe not as bad. I mean, it's, with Godzilla, it seems a little bit more gradual, but Comrider seems to be like literally one or the other. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I would say that he did know, sorry, hold on. I would say that he did know going in what he was doing because I could tell this was made by a fan, you know, like someone who clearly understood Common Rider, yeah. someone who likes this mm -hmm. stuff quite a bit. That shone through. I, I think I again, was going to say I was I was just going to say it looks like he shot it like he wanted to get the cinematography of the old TV show right. So like, and they were using older cameras, they couldn't get the same shots, and so I felt like he sacrificed the quality on some of the transitions in order to make it feel more like. This, like footage from the 60s tv show just modernized yeah and i feel like he was going for that i've always said that's that's not good thing to do with film because part of the reason why it was done back then wasn't because of artistic choice it was done because that's Technical all they could limitations do. exactly so like sure. when you try when you try to make that it looks bad to me it looks fake Sure, but it is also an homage. It is also just taking the spirit of something and turning it into an intent. Like, in the end, like, yes, it doesn't look as pretty as, say, a Hollywood movie or something like that. No, 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 but it's not about looking pretty. It's about, I can't tell what the hell's going on because it's cutting every half a second. And and let's, let's keep yeah, in mind... Yeah, the same thing... They did the same thing with Shin Ultraman and, and Shin Godzilla. I mean, really that with Shin I, Godzilla I, I, I agree. It, it's it's a it's pretty erratic, but I mean, it's the guy's style. I can't. You know, unfortunately, I, can't. I do agree with you. It, it can be very like just like what the hell? Like, can you just stop for a second? But that is kind of like what the guy's known for. I think he also does an Evangelion, but I haven't seen that series in years. I'm sorry for interrupting. That's okay. I, I haven't seen the other Shin movies myself to to comment on them, but just having watched this one, the the idea of emulating choices in the editing that were originally spurned by technical limitations while yes on one hand i understand the spirit of doing so but emulating technical limitations when you are no longer required to kind of defeats the point of modernizing a story <laughs> you got it right i mean this was a this was a anniversary film for the original series made by a fanboy who, like I was saying before, the guy got married in a Kamen Rider 1 outfit. Like, yeah. medicutiously just put together. It was ridiculous what yeah, this guy it, did. It, I get what well. you're saying, but I mean, this this thing is, it's supposed to be exactly what it is. Fair enough. You know, All power I, to well, I understand, but they're going to they're gonna try to, I mean, this is also the dude who insists on using CGI and then tells his VFX, VFX artists, oh, make it look more like rubber. It's like, yeah. why not just use suits in that point, you know? Um, but I get what you're saying, but uh, this guy operates on some level that I don't quite understand, but I, I do know what you're getting at. Yeah, and again, that, that's up to personal choice. Sorry, go ahead. It's go so ahead. weird. It's grating, but you kind of understand that there's intent behind it, and it's, it, you can't bring yourself to dislike it. I can. I can. You kind of lose yourself in it. <laughs> no, nope. yeah, you can. There is yeah. a fine line between understanding a choice and liking its results. I was going to bring this up later too, but I feel like this is a good place to bring it up. 
I do not feel like you need to be a fan of Godzilla to like Shin Godzilla. I think anyone would like that movie. You need to be a fan of Kamen Rider to like this movie, I think. Someone who doesn't know what Kamen Rider is would be absolutely fucking confused this entire movie. Like, the part of the problem with this movie for me, too, was it was, like, six or seven episodes crammed into a movie, so the pacing was off all over the place. Like, like this did not need this many characters. <laughs> I would be really interested to hear what you think about like Shin Ultraman because like I thought Shin Ultraman that, was honestly. like uh, yeah I, mean, I just again like it, it suffered like the same problems and I'd be I'd be super curious to like I mean legitimately curious to hear what you think because like everything you're describing I do agree with Shin Ultraman and this movie are definitely not entry level stuff no, you know Shin Godzilla you can kind of show to I think just any normie and they could probably enjoy it you know but yeah, yeah so sorry yeah. for like coming to the defense of this movie it's, no, no, it's no, just that's, like that's fine we want right. you to i was so you have no idea how excited i was when earlier on our own private chat we were all like kind of i like the movie i didn't like the movie this sort of thing i was like we're gonna have a very very talk yeah and i appreciate that and that's that's yeah, what like, i like for for me personally like i'm not i'm a very casual watcher of movies and media and like you know i don't know all the specifics i don't know shots or movie terms and stuff so i always go into these movies and stuff like which is the I'm I'm looking for what I like and then I like to talk about oh I think this seems cool and I try to just interpret shit the best way I oh. I can can so and, okay, and I'll, Kevin Smith. right <laughs> and I'll say this like to, to I, I like giving credit where it's due if you this movie has some amazing glory shots if you're a common writer oh yeah like the part where he's like standing on the bike taking that was awesome oh yeah Every, oh, anytime he was using the bike to like boost up and all of his rider kicks his finishers those were the fucking money shots. <laughs> And the thing I've always kind of wanted to see, like, I've always wanted to see a gorier version of of this. Not just oh, because, like, fucking god, yeah, the I, I, I loved. I, <laughs> there was that. There was that one moment where it was like he does his first rider kick, and he's like got his foot implanted in the guy's back and i just thought to myself ew i got spinal fluid on my boot i was gonna say ew yeah. i got kool-aid on well, my boot I, I, I think i think they nailed how a powerful a rider's supposed to be in this movie yeah. because like you get you look up all these like rider stats on like the wiki pages and shit and it's like these guys like punch like four tons of, of pressure when they punch yeah. someone and I so like you see him punch like a dude's head into a fucking tree their head is a melon and i love <laughs> like, that like the rider stats were actually a kind of a thing in this movie because as the bat dude is flying away he's like i know you could only jump about 60 feet in the air you'll never catch me Holy uses the shit. bike to boost no, up no, fuck no i no i got i gotta say half of this script in the beginning is just fucking explaining shit yeah a lot of they exposition got, they gotta get the exposition out of the way for people who have no fucking clue what's going on yeah i like how the beginning is basically just an in, like an entry tutorial to a video game where it's just like okay here's the thing you're a grasshopper robot and my father here made you and y'all go you got that okay cool shocker's attacking let's go and now i'm dead it, it throws, yeah it throws you into the movie <laughs> at the very least they you know we had flashbacks and we had imagery and stuff like that it wasn't just like two aliens sitting at a bar discussing the finer points of humanity like in shin ultraman you know <laughs> it's I mean? just very it's just very obvious setup it's it's there for what it's meant to be and it is what it is but it's i, I thought it was an all right way to start the movie not conventional like the movie sorry I, hold I on sorry, sorry one second one second i'm so sorry 
the movie itself, it, you know, it follows a very basic structure. It is very, like, okay, we have to defeat this guy, so let's get through all his generals first, basically. Yeah. It's, it's got that basic, like, structure of that. And so, yeah, the structure isn't the problem. It's, it's that connective tissue between the scenes. Sorry, Gar, you were sorry. Uh, just, uh, so, before this movie came out, a uh, little side tangent. My boss asked me if I ever saw the movie Tetsuo Iron Man. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I haven't. And, like, I look up the main actor and such. Turns out he was Professor Morikawa in the beginning of the movie. Oh! So while he's explaining... Hmm? Shinya Sukamoto is uh, yeah. the guy you're talking about. He was also in Shin Godzilla as well. So like, he, he's explaining like you know the whole cyborg thing. I'm sorry, but my brain just can't forget about the thing of you know he had a drill for a penis. What? <laughs> yeah, Tetsuo Iron Man's pretty great. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a great movie. Oh no! <laughs> I got into the science so I could build myself a drill penis. This is from 1989, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I liked it that he did kind of answer a question where it's just like, so what does he look like when he's underneath that suit when he's transformed? That was actually a neat idea to that include. That was awesome. That was so cool. I like when they're that was transform- something straight out of the manga right there. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Neat. Oh, yeah. And then the Shocker Riders were even more fucking horrifying. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, wait, you can actually see them? I oh, yeah. There was one shot oh, where yeah, he ripped I, one of their masks off, and he kind of looked like Comrade of Black it. under it. Yeah. I, I thought I was watching the 2014 Godzilla movie. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, okay, one of my first nitpicks, and I think this is the obvious one, and I think everyone will agree with me. Why did they not ADR their... Dialogue when they yeah. have their helmets on, like they were actually talking underneath. I get it. That's the point, Lane. Yeah, it's no, going no, no. for grounded realism. When it's stupid. No, no. You know what? No. You know what? I act. It was hilarious and and realistic at the same time. So I actually appreciate the. Probably it was a tough sell to oh, someone no. in the process, but having it be so that their uh, dialogue was muffled by their masks. I actually like that choice. I'm Damn like it! Fifty-fifty on it, honestly. Like, yeah, I didn't part like of it. It's like, part of it for me is like, like I'd like to be able to hear them clearly, though. Like literally, every Hold time on. they, every time are they talk, guys, we'd be going, like, "What? Do you guys actually understand Japanese? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's like, not the point. Like, <laughs> you're reading the subtitles. I, I know mean. I have subtitles, but I like hearing the Japanese language. It's a badass language. I can hear it, but like a, the point of. Me too. No, no, I just think it was we're, so we're funny. We're to the point like, where we're complaining that the Japanese dialogue is slightly muffled. A little I can't nomadic, hear my you know? subtitles. <laughs> They're blurry. Well, it's, cause, like, it's because, like, when, in every Rider series, they're transformed. You can hear them speaking perfectly fine. So that's why I'm used to it. So. I guess this is uh, as good as any time to talk about the Rider designs themselves. <laughs> let's uh, I, let's I start like at the bottom and work our way the, up. <laughs> I didn't like when he wasn't wearing the coat. Like, he'd take the coat off. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I like the coat. The coat the, is rad. When he's wearing the coat, it's funny. The suit without the coat, I mean, like, 
yes, if you're going to modernize Kamen Rider Ichigo, that's what it would look like. Yeah, so, but but that, I've just never been they, a fan of those suit designs in general, so whatever. And then they ruined it for me, because I thought he wore the coat because it's like, oh, he can't take the suit off, so like he has to disguise himself. But then at one point, he takes off the actual clothes, the, the, the armor, and I'm like, no! <laughs> you I like there was one point where he was on his bike and he just discards his jacket completely and I'm like, well, I guess that's gone forever. Yeah, no, I know. I'm so I love the jacket. It's so cool. Like, I we saw that in the poster, like the teaser thing, and I was like, oh, he's gonna have this badass jacket on the whole time. And I'm like, I didn't know I needed Showa riders in trench coats, but yes! I needed Showa riders in trench coats. <laughs> so he, he was in it most of the movie. Yeah. He was in it most of the time. Yeah, but just still, when like they would cut to him with it not on, I was. Like, oh, <laughs> so I just a choice. Not that I like it or hate it, but the the tufts of hair at the yes, back. I fucking like, hate the hair on like the back it. of all of the like helmets, it. and Zero Go made it worse. I liked it. I'm it, fine with it. Never it. Like it, it never looks good. It never looks good. It's not Miss America. It never looks Miss America. It never looks good. I fucking hate it. Like, oh, okay. I like okay. it. You can't go, like, this is the thing. You want to have grounded realism and all that? Sure. Why the fuck aren't they have wearing full helmets then? Like, I, I think it's not even the hair that bothers me. It's the neck. Like, there's so much of the neck you can see. Oh, it feels like themselves? unfinished. Tell you shouldn't watch Kamen Rider the first or the next to then. Oh, yeah, probably shouldn't. Yeah. No. I'm to think you guys shouldn't watch Kamen Rider at all. <laughs> That's my fault. I, I will say that I liked Nigo's suit better than Ichigo's. Oh, Nigo's was fucking clean, man. The white trim oh. looks way better. I liked Ichigo better. I, I thought I. I I've always looked at Nigo and I thought he looks like he's wearing a Reebok tracksuit with like plat with like pads on it. Who says he's and not? And so that's I thought it that was so is... funny that the chick no. like she like fi she fixes the brainwashing on Nigo and then just goes here have this scarf it makes you look cooler. Yeah, apparently she was just carrying two <laughs> yeah. red scarves since the beginning of the movie. Well, her father wore a red scarf on his motorcycle. Remember in the photo. I guess one yeah. was hers, yeah. one was so, her dad's. Yeah, I guess. Some... Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. and I, I love the fact that, like, while she's, like, like her hands are on his head, it's like, <sighs> Shocker would keep you in absolute mental euphoria in order to keep you addicted to it, to the brainwashing and stuff. Yeah, I'm taking that away. You're, you're, all of your bad memories are about to come back so right now. So it's a drug allegory. Uh, and, like, he's sitting there, like, like, with absolute pain on his face. He's like... You're a common writer now. Pat, Pat. <laughs> no, Lane, you know what it was like? Well, no. Lane. What? It was like, uh, the, it was like fucking Star Trek V. I don't, I don't want to get my right my pain. I need my pain. <laughs> See, this movie was... Oh, this movie reinforced the idea that comrades are supposed to hide their tears behind a mask, just oh. like Kekera keeps going on about. It, it, yeah. if, you, if you hated the hair behind the helmet... You will hate Kucho Chotaro's fucking hat. Oh, I know. That's 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 not oh, that's not his that's not his hair. That's the, that's part of the hat. Oh, I know. <laughs> See, I don't mind that. <laughs> like honestly, like, at least that's like cleverly transitioned. I don't know. There's just something about like it being a helmet. I'm like that's supposed to cover your hair. The no? mask. That's why he's called know. Mask Rider. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not Helmet Rider. All right, so rider. any other overall thoughts before we start talking about specific scenes in the movie? Uh, um, I like the final suit at the end. Oh, yes. two plus one? Yeah. Yeah, that, that looks more closer to what Nichigo. I'm used to. Ni-ichigo. Were we calling it Ni-ichigo? Ni-ichigo? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's V3, guys? Come on. Clearly not. V3? Yeah, no. V3 at all. I literally I was, asked I, that. I was thinking, that's why I was thinking the, the butterfly dude should have been at the end. He should have just been like, oh, I'm V3, bitches. Fuck you. No, you know what? Zero go. Aside from the hair sticking out the helmet, I really like Zero Go suit. And yes, that's largely because it's blue and I'm the blue boy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, the really point. long antenna were a little weird, but I got used it to them. Honestly, looks like an MCU Ant Man helmet to me. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah. it does. But yeah, that's okay though. I think we can close it off all right. This. Yeah. Okay, so we get the opening scenes. Uh, we get the fight against Kumo Og. Who looks? Cool. I liked him. Very interesting design. I love the extra arms that, when, that come out of the zippers. That yeah. was a very clever mm -hmm. design. It was very Spider-Man 90s cartoon. <laughs> I was yeah. like literally I like expecting... His... Go ahead. I liked his personality a lot. I, I really enjoyed his, uh, his, oh, just let me kill you. Become part of my happiness sort of thing. I like that he has a little... I like that he's pompous enough to have a catchphrase. And I love that he's just that much of a sociopathic dick he's a cool entrance to the he's a cool first boss sort of thing i like him a lot yeah, i liked him too and then was cool. he died immediately yeah it, i yeah, can't believe it took, is, i can't believe that it was structured this, like the cutie honey movie <laughs> this movie did not last long before i started wondering if this was secretly written by kojima <laughs> secret writer yeah um, what is with all the Kojima talk? <laughs> I, that's the vibe I got. I haven't watched a lot of Ano things. Also, zero out of ten. This movie didn't start with the original theme song. <laughs> well, they had like, to save it for the climactic battle. Well, no, like you know, Shin Kamen Rider starts off like you know, title sequence is sort of the same as the original. Shin Ultraman sort of the same. You don't get this with Shin Kamen Rider. We got it for the trailer, but we didn't get it for here. It's weird. Also, Actually, it's, also, it's weird that Nigo got all the like OG sounds. <laughs> like Ichigo didn't have any of wrong. that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, at the end, when you see the close-up shots of of Nigo's face with Ichigo's helmet, and he's riding off on the bridge to the Chris Columbus movie music, um, those were those to me looked like they're trying to reproduce the opening helmet shots of the main theme song and him driving down the highway at the end is them putting the entrance music at the end they didn't use the music but they they were going for the feel of the like the uh, like the the sequence of that at the end i felt i think totally that, yeah totally. because that that's was... also that opening sequence that you're describing is when nigo took over on the show yeah exactly I, I i felt like that was i mean first of all i hear that the the helmet and uh, Hongo being the helmet is manga accurate. But Very I like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And I liked the fact, but I liked the fact that um, that they really did put a lot of emphasis on the fact that Nigo carried the fucking show for like quite a while because I, I don't remember the specifics, but I feel like Hongo's actor wasn't able to like you know 
being yeah, the show for a while, so Nego kind of took he, he over. He broke his fucking leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. just like in this movie. Actually, oh my god! In a weird way, in a weird way, it's kind of referencing the fight in Shin Kamen Rider yeah. when yep. Ichigo, yeah. or sorry, when Nego just completely destroys. I was like, wow, was that a was yeah. that a fucking was that a fucking like homage to Fujioka actually breaking his legs? I saved the Probably. screenshot of him just on the ground with his fucking that, legs that, broken. That was my favorite unintentional comedy beat. <laughs> Like, just that was perfect comic timing to just cut him, just like that. His legs are all mangled. Oh my god, just I laughed so him. hard. What? Old of you to assume it's unintentional. Oh, it's probably absolutely it, intentional. No, no, just, no, that's meant to be a serious moment. That was unintentional comedy. The way, just the way it was ended, where they just cut to him. A lot of people, it. I think a lot of people took a lot of like there's a lot of things that happen in here that they thought was like unintentional comedy, you know, in the very beginning when, yeah. uh, the spider hog, uh, you know, kidnaps Rico and, uh, Hongo escapes the exploding cabin and then just appears in front of the car. Like that got unintentional laughs in my theaters. Um, but I mean, that's exactly kind of like those kind of aesthetics were exactly the kind of thing that they would do in the original show. Yeah. You know, and that makes um, it good. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. That's the thing. Uh, that's the only one that saw this in theaters because up here in Canada we got fuck all. Yeah, it's really yeah. to go out on Amazon we Prime. Get one screening. We're still what the on fuck? the. We still have the Queen on our money. We, we don't get a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that—that that was the first instance of wait, what the fuck just happened? Because like he's tied up in the web, the bomb's about to blow. We see the building explode, and then he just like dodge rolls through the sky out of the building. Yeah. And they, yeah, they that's that. also. I mean, I mean, just to be fair, I mean, that's like total. Like you're talking about like the editing before. I mean, that's something that you would exactly take out of the original show. You know, and that's is just it Hongo? <laughs> and, and you know, is it good for modern sensibilities? I mean, no. I, it's subjective, obviously. <laughs> I but, disagree. That I mean, it's this guy's but... doing exactly what Tarantino has done in all of his movies, and nobody I, seems to have a problem. No, with Tarantino no, I disagree does. with that. No, no, I fully disagree. Tarantino does update it, like. Uh, Hateful Eight, for instance, yes, that's shot know? very old-timey. No, he does, because he doesn't have, like, one, like, he doesn't, like, do, like, the bad, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, fuck. Are you trying to tell me that he doesn't do the shot on shittio thing, because he definitely does the shot on shittio thing? He does not, but that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> what is shot on shittio? <laughs> He like, tries like video, but he's, he's going for a B. He's always going for a B, a B movie vibe. But that's not what shitty is. He's making. Anyway, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Just like, I guess my main thing is like you shouldn't be mad at a at a movie celebrating an old TV show. Yeah. You know, for celebrating I'm not mad, an old oh, no, TV show. I'm not mad at it. Kidding. I'm just saying this is why no, no, I'm, sorry, I'm not going to watch this that, again. I should have. I wish I w it was on video so you could see. I'm not like. I'm not really not trying to come across as antagonistic. No, no, no. no that's fine. I, I, I don't think I'm. Um, it's um. But like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where I, I've, a lot of people that I've seen talk about this movie, especially in the Godzilla fandom, you know, a lot of the, a lot of these criticisms and stuff I think are probably warranted, but it usually comes, you know, at the end of like, or at the end they say, well, I've, I don't know what Comrader is. I've never seen it before. I've never seen whatever. And, but the thing is, you're right. And you, you said it. So yourself was like, you need to have 
some kind of base level understanding to enjoy this. Even Common yeah. Rider fans I heard didn't enjoy this movie, but even they, that's because they didn't know what this movie was trying to do. You and, know what I mean? Honestly, um, it's not even the editing that I think kills it for a lot of people. I think it is the structure of the movie because it's just we're just going from set piece to set piece with very little to it, like bring it together. I'll tell you this. There and, are and again, seven... I know this is this is subjective. Out of all the Shin films, I think this has the most forward momentum. Shin Godzilla, as much as I love it, the minute the breath scene's over and the guy freezes, I mean, it kind of goes to a standstill. So Shin Ultraman, I fell asleep during that movie in the theaters. I never fall asleep. Not to say that like this is like the the experience that defines everything, but Shin Ultraman for me was like it's go 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 go, and then it just stops stone dead. At least with in my opinion, at least with Shin Kamen Rider, there's always like something happening we're always going forward in a different direction we're not just sitting around you know having drinks talking about whether or not humanity should survive um, I, mentioned I mentioned before that um it reminded me did you ever see the live action cutie honey movie from like the early 2000s or like oh man no i'm curious that? about it though i've heard i've heard oh, this man. Similar to other auto movie <laughs> It's it's a it's a boss rush of a movie. It's a boss rush of a movie. Like, yeah. and they are they're doing pretty much the same thing where they're going through the the baseline beats of the manga and they're just adapting it for a hour and a half long movie. And I just kind of I'm just kind of thinking to myself that is kind of the structure you'd be doing because you're you're adapting an episodic thing, which you can't just condense into like just three equivalent acts of beginning and then you kind of it does kind of have to be a boss rush because you're dealing with a tokusatsu series that has a weekly monster that you have to fight you pick the ones that are most plot relevant and you turn it into a sequence of smaller arcs that, i guess the real question I, is i don't like, see anything wrong with that i guess the real question is then shouldn't they just have like instead of doing that like take the main characters and everything make it focused on the final was he in the show the final guy ichiro no the, the butterfly guy no no. no, he is not. No, That's Zero Go is a new character. To me, He's... I'm not kidding here. I honestly feel like the best way to structure a Toku movie is actually kind of like the original Power Rangers movie, where it's a very simple story, but we're not just running through enemies. You know, we have different things we have to do, like different, like, we have to do this, this thing to get to this thing, and there's going to be fights along the way. Yeah. But the problem is this what was, is like, set, set up like... The, move, the, the movie was about the fights. Yeah. But uh, I've one of the things I think you got to keep in mind, and I'm sorry for interrupting, because I, okay. I see exactly where you're coming from. And this is actually something that I've had to try to to train myself to do to varying degrees of, of success. And it's just like the Japanese form of storytelling is so different than Western style. And again, you can look at things like uh, the Miyazaki movies, right? Like, um, I really can't stand Spirited Away. I don't like My Neighbor Totoro because it's just kind of like a dream. Things just happen and it just kind of carries on and does stuff. Um, the storytelling that you're describing with like the the episodic nature of this and everything um not only does like the tv show emulate that but even in the manga where you know the original <laughs> I think there, there's like 800 pages of the original manga it just like things just happen they're not explained and you know on occasion it'll get a little deeper but then we're on to the next thing without much much exposition what you're thinking what you're myself Sorry, uh, I was just thinking to myself, it's like reading Devil Man or something like that. You kind of have to think to yourself, is this just a Shinomori's way of storytelling? No, 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 no but, but here's the but thing. The thing is, it doesn't negate what you're saying, though, because like I, I understand where you're coming from, but I do think it's a it's a much different style of storytelling, which, oh, yes. again, is always subjective. 
Um, but I, I do agree with what you're saying, you know, no, like I if know. this were a Western movie and it did this, I mean, yeah, I would say like, absolutely. But I also think that we got to view it through a different lens or at least understand. I've watched a lot of Japanese movies. They don't all do that. Oh, no, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm agreeing with you for the record. I, 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 I am completely agreeing with you. It is a different form of storytelling structure. And I, yeah, it's, it's not something you see every day. And yes, it is more well suited for an episodic 22 minutes a week kind of structure. But like, I don't think it doesn't work in a, in a single movie structure. And I, I didn't mind the length of it. And I thought that, yeah. And I, I felt like, I've seen, I, I feel like I've maybe seen more movies like this so that I'm kind of used to it. So this just, but this just kind of felt like a, a standard issue adaptation of something that's a, a, at least the first arc of a manga long. Like it just, that's just how it read to me. Here's my take and on I, it. I'm agreeing with it. everything you just said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are there other, like you just said, it reminded me of other films. Are are there, like you mentioned the Cutie Honey one. Are there any others like recently? Because admittedly, I haven't seen a lot of stuff lately. But like, are, I, have there been other works that have kind of like emulated that style? Well, like, I, I, I kind of a boss rush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I've been sitting on something I wanted to say for a little while. Yeah, we talked about Sorry. that movie. Um, just to go back to what you were saying about how the movie is what it is with its editing and it's paced a certain way and it's it's always moving forward and it's got momentum i agree with that to a point where i think it has too much momentum my biggest problem with the movie is the really weird transitions and hard cuts i have several examples i noted uh like for example when hongo is on his bike he does his henshin and then it's an immediate hard cut to somehow he got ahead of the car he was chasing and he's just standing there off his bike as the car right. comes up to him. That's one right. of many, many, many different examples throughout the movie where it's just like, wait, did I blink and miss an entire fucking scene? Well, <laughs> no, yeah, also, that's, again, that's what happened in the first episode. It just, right. it, how it's, is he here it, in front of me? Doesn't whether matter. or not that's he's a good choice. Out. Yeah, and whether or not that's a good choice, I mean, again, it's subjective, but that's that's exactly why it was done. No, and, was, I, under, and I understand. I was doing it. I believe there was intent again, to everything. I understand that this is. I'm. I have not watched the original Common Rider, but I understand that this was a choice made because it is trying to emulate the original Common Rider, which probably did a lot of shots like that. That does like like this is something I've been wanting to say, but I kept getting cut off. Uh, Sorry. I do wonder how much. Of this movie, Ano had to like Ano had to, like beg Toei to do. What do you mean? Because you all know Toei. Toei is very hands-on with all their projects. That's actually true. It could have honestly been that too, where they were like, "No, you have to put this in." Yeah. Well, no, like, like I could see Ano wanting to recreate most of the shots, but like, yeah. with but like say like with what characters to use, I could see Toei being like, "Yes, no." maybe you know what put these two characters together it'll save on budget maybe Fucking yeah, when you say it's, uh... so when you say so when you say hands-on it's not so much like you know yeah we want to get in there and make it it's more along the lines of no we have strict control measures and we want you to do this and we don't want you to do that yeah yeah do you, do you guys watch ioq web at all the he's a youtuber no 
No, no. He's really fantastic. He actually, um, he he has a team of people. They they do such fantastic videos. But they actually had a whole bunch of um, Shin Kamen Rider related videos. Um, and it's more documentary esque, you know, not not editorial. So lots of things to learn. But one of the things, and again, in Gar, I think that it's a very interesting point you bring up because like I don't have an answer. But the thing in um, uh, they did one of the videos on um the making of Shin Kamen Rider and there was that NHK documentary that came out. I don't remember when, I don't know if you guys saw the fallout oh, of that, oh, but that. Oh yeah. With, um, apparently Anno was an asshole to work with. Yeah. And that's why I kind of wonder if it's like, maybe not like if there was anybody who was controlling, it was that guy, you know? And, um, I they didn't, don't, they obviously don't post the full thing, but they actually take some segments and they subtitle it. As far as I know, I don't think it's subtitled anywhere yet. I could be wrong about that. But yeah, Ano is like ridiculous just in terms of and something you wants much, and, you come to expect with like visionary directors yeah. and such like that. People yeah. can't yeah. Yeah. asshole, and what? It's one of the reasons why I call bullshit on this guy. You know, this guy had the best tokusatsu fight choreographers literally in the world, right? Like, I don't think there's anybody that does it better than Toei, at least in that art form, right? And, you know, they're going through all these fights and he's telling them, oh, it just looks too fake. It needs to look more real and blah, blah, blah. I mean, who even knows how to decipher that? You know, these guys who have been doing it for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. Could have just gotten um, Koichi Sakamoto, man. Nah. <laughs> even, even, I, even I feel like he's overused now, nowadays. Damn. And plus, you know, this is a remake movie. They, want, they don't want to bring Sakamoto on. I guess my the the last point I was going to make Gar with that was just I wonder if they were literally like just let Ano do what Ano's going to do because you know he brought in all this money with these other you know things and truthfully from what I understand I mean Shin Ultraman was the highest grossing Ultraman film ever and Kamen Rider, Shin Kamen Rider has become the highest grossing Kamen Rider film ever. Well, you know? that makes sense. Not though. necessarily. It's not necessarily saying a whole lot when you look at the box office in comparison to other things, but when you're talking about in terms of the franchise, I mean. They probably just, you know, let them just run loose with it. I think what could have solved the issue with the pacing and maybe left a little more room for a little more transitory scenes that the movie otherwise is missing is we could have cut down on one, maybe two of the Og villains. I was in the literally film. about to say, if we must keep the two-hour runtime, we don't need this many, like, lieutenants. And you know oh, exactly you mean, like, who I'm about Scorpion to suggest. One? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> this is my the biggest... One? My biggest fucking problem with the movie is the entirety of Scorpion Og. They put her out, they make her seem like this sexy, deadly femme fatale. We get this little music video-esque scene of her killing a bunch of mooks. Saying, like, lines in English. Like, ecstasy! She has no idea what she's saying. And then as she clears the trucks, so in oh, an instant, so, the so, tide of the battle changes. Her mooks get gunned down in two seconds. Her mooks, who, by the way, look like a course line. Yeah. They're all wearing, like, fishnets. And then we cut away to the dude, the government dudes in the truck, and hear gunfire, because apparently they just murdered her off camera. Yes. After watching her absolutely walk through the government agents up until that point. What no. in the absolute fuck was the and, point and, of that? No, but then the chick explains, oh... Uh, Hongo couldn't have done anything against her anyway. Why? So thanks Why? for stepping in. Uh, Why? Like her, his prana, whatever the fuck they were calling it. Yeah, what the fuck is with this prana? It's just the ether. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's the, the writer essence. It's ether. 
It's oh, they were saying that they were they were okay. They were saying that her toxins, like the toxins that she uses, are, de- are designed to not be able to be blocked by the prana system. So Hongo wouldn't have been able to heal. Like someone who was using a prana system thing wouldn't have been able to heal from her toxins. So that's why they sent in just regular mooks and just gunned her down with waves and waves of people. So so it's okay to kill and all those was, people. <laughs> I just love I'm the not idea. Making a more- I'm not making a moral judgment on that. I'm just saying it's the government. Are you trying to tell me that's not a decision they well, make? Well, no, the decision was made because they, they didn't want to have the hero have to kill a woman is what happened. That's probably uh, the more no, significant no, no. reason, even though, you know, the, the whole thing with Hachi Og right after. Yeah, but he didn't kill her there either. Yeah. In fact, that's the whole reason yeah. that exists, specifically to get the poison so that those guys could do it. In fact, I think the whole, the entirety of the Hachi Og scene is my favorite part of the movie. Let's talk about that for a bit. Yeah. So clearly what that's happened here strike. is what happened here is Suzume inherited the crown of tofu and modernized <laughs> the nation. Yeah. <laughs> that's a King Oja reference. Oh yeah. man, I fucking loved her. She was a fun character. Her suit was great. The suit combat was, really was great. Yeah. Uh the, we got some neat backstory of her and Ruriko being friends and and then they was just really and the way it was she a really went good out, condensed story arc. And this, the way she went out was the funniest shit in the game. Just like, you you bullets won't work on me. Wanna bet? Bang! Just, like, just pulls his nine. Like, <laughs> oh shit, you had scorpion bullets. It was like, Fuck! It, 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 it was full on Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, I feel cold. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. That was the no, best no, part no. of the movie. No, I'm just picturing the. Harrison Ford with the gun in the in Raiders. No, just, just, you know what? This is like the third AUG I've killed today. <laughs> I loved seeing her just get fucking shot and she's like, Oh, my spears have been shot. <laughs> that's new. Oh, it's a poison bullet. <laughs> okay, so that's the real question, actually, then. Like, okay, I can buy that a regular bu- bullet wouldn't have killed her, but would it have still gone through her? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, so regarding the, the the two government agents that we get introduced to, so oh. so okay, no, this is funny. So no, I went to pa- I went to pause the movie. I went to pause the movie to go like uh, get a drink quickly, and like it's on Amazon Prime Video. So whenever you like pause or like you bring up the no. menu, it shows who who like plays who in in the, in the scene oh, and so it showed, yeah so it showed the guy and oh. said tachibana tobe and i just went oh yeah and taki yep for the ending taki <laughs> i was understand because he was originally an fbi agent in the original show yeah fbi tachibana like he ran yeah. a bike shop <laughs> no that's no that's tachibana yeah, I don't understand why they made like, like why like if you're going uh, to be that, so like that's not, that's their just call a shield moment. Speaking of that, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish quickly. Yeah. Just if Anna was wanting to make everything close to the original, why did he change Tachibana and Taki? Well, no, okay, you know what? Just Tachibana himself into this like emotionless like 
silent guy that works for the government. Because everyone in this movie was emotionless. Yeah, we can't have comedy in our common Rider movie. Uh, I think I'm just sad because I'm me and the guys in the Discord here, we've been watching Showa Common Rider and Tachiban is like our favorite character. Well yeah, yeah. fucking we'll cat man. Uh but yeah, so they gave Shocker fucking acronyms. I was like, <laughs> she's like describing it and then it's a spell shocker, and I'm like Oh my fucking oh. god. And it was wrong, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, what was it? What did it stand for again? I have it written here. Hold on. Uh, yeah, uh, thank, thank you, Ichi. Thank God for you. Uh, so, Sustainable Happiness Organization with Computational Knowledge Embedded Remodeling. Just for all the kids out there. With would count as a letter in an acronym. So it'll be Shoker. <laughs> should have done that. Shoker. Yeah, the, the whole fucking thing is, oh, we want to bring happiness to everybody. And I'm just like, happiness. you're doing it the wrong way, guys. <laughs> to, to bring up King of the Hill, just, are you all a cult? It's not a cult. It's an organization that promotes love. Yeah, this is it. Yep. <laughs> so apparently and, their and plan... Jet. Sorry, just, the plan of Shocker in this version of, of reality is they are using what the technology they developed to effectively spy on all of humanity, find the most sad, despair-ridden humans, and do something that would make them happy. And this evolves into Ichiro's plan of removing their souls, their prana, from their bodies putting them in this other world, the habitat realm, where they can live happy lives detached from humanity. And I'm... Um, sounds like the Winter Soldier. We're <laughs> <laughs> just going to target all these specific people. Ichi, so what you're saying is... It's Beast Machines. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my oh, god. Megatron oh, was right. Dead. Megatron was right. Just capturing <laughs> everyone up. Putting them in little jars, everyone's happy. And thus he's the only also, human left. I don't know, I, I didn't read the also, there's a stupid And then he was gonna commit Sudoku. Then they said that. He was gonna there, commit Sudoku. Then there was this stupid explanation where fucking uh like they, they find these like all these dead bodies and they're like, Oh, we found all these dead bodies, but they're kinda weird. She's like, technically they're like dead and alive, and then she explains oh, yeah, like how it works. So yeah, they're dead. You might as well burn them. Well, okay. Burn them. okay, so here, here was my question. I think they were just trying to set up for the fact that how they were going to explain, you know, Hongo at the end in the helmet. You know, I'm not saying it's good, no. but <laughs> I think it was just kind of like, well, yeah, they're dead, but they're not technically dead. Let's burn you know. It's like Matrix. Well, well, the way I sort of read <laughs> that as, level. is I, I could be wrong here. I sort of read that as like their souls were gone. That, but I like, think that was what they were trying okay. to come across. It was then like, you yeah, are a monster for cremating that person. Yeah. Because they still have physical and mental capability. <laughs> They're vegetables at this point. <laughs> yeah, just cremate them. Uh, okay, I just want to quickly bring this up. So for me, I thought Nigo was the fucking best part of the entire fucking movie. He like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was like, he was like Hongo, but with like, you know, he still had his like free will and he still like he emoted and shit like that. And it like I love that one point, like they they're fighting and the Hongo's just like, I got a plan. He's like, Oh, you have a plan? You have a plan? Well, next time fucking tell me. I just like, love because he's a, he'd, be, he'd be played by Ryan Reynolds in it. Yes! <laughs> oh god, thank you. Would be. you. <laughs> I love the first time he shows up and it's like, 
I, I feel like something's wrong, but I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. I love how it's like, oh, wow. Ain't this a bitch? Oh, then, well, here I go. Chilling the, again. The fucking acting on this guy when, like, he, like, removes the brainwashing and he gets, like, all the flooded memories of just him being, like, kidnapped, worked on, and just, like, experimented. And you just see the tears just flowing down this man's face as he's just experiencing this massive trauma all at once. And I'm like, you poor man. Also, like the little Tim bit of, wait, you don't need wind to transform? No. Now I'm better than you, bitch. Because it's the it's a nod that that Ichimanji didn't need a didn't need to drive his motorcycle to transform, mainly because the actor for Ichimanji didn't have a motorcycle license. Also, also, I I know this pissed Ichi off a fucking ton. Uh, He was the only one who actually probably said headshot in the movie. No, actually, no, no. Zerogo said it. No, Hongo didn't say it. Okay, but Hongo didn't say it once. No. So, Ultraman never said Schwachin Shin Ultraman. That's true. That's not a henshin phrase. And Godzilla never no, but flew it's a off very famous the phrase. Uh, speaking of Zerogo, I love that the first time he meets with Hongo, he just comes up to him, Did you fuck my sister? Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was weird. It's like, buddy, you have... You have bigger problems right now. Like, <laughs> does this really matter? No, we just we just enjoy our time together with trust and friendship. <laughs> that's just go- that's just going for that sweet sweet Nisama energy. So yeah, yeah, I get it. Yep. Oh, also, just so funny. Also, like, also after that, all that shit with like the bat, uh, which he was it was good. That was good makeup. The bat dude I, I was, was creepy good. as fuck. I, I liked him. I didn't oh, no. dislike the makeup. It was it was really good. I just thought it was weird that like it, him and the scorpion girl were the only ones who didn't have like suits, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Whatever. Um, but I liked after like that whole art or- ordeal, they go back to like their base, and I guess that's just when the chick decides to just let everything fucking out that she's been bottling in this since the start. She's like, yeah, she's like, what the fuck is this? Like the size of this fucking base is so stupid. I need a new change of clothes. I need a fucking shower. You need to get out of that fucking out of that armor because you fucking stink. Just uncorks her emotions all at once. <laughs> you reek of blood and sweat and rubber. And then like the and then Taki just brings in like some clothes and he's like a female officer picked out the underwear. I did not look at them. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> And he was being he was being polite, so good on him, good manners. But yeah, all the like, clones of her, the bat made, were creepy as fuck. <laughs> and then he just oh, yeah, bubbled them bubbled. all. Yeah, let's talk about that. Ever anytime anyone died in this movie, they just turned into bubbles. They turned into bubbles, 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 bubbles. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what they, happened to the the, the scientist into, in the original. They turned into Mister Clean Magic Foam. <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry, you just reminded me of something. I have Shut to say the fuck this. up. Holy shit. Today, I was just driving along. This person had to. Had to be cosplaying Mr. Clean. It was too perfect. White shirt? White shirt, white pants, black belt, bold. Holy like, fuck. Holy crap. Wow. Like, it was, like short sleeves. You had the earring? I, I was driving, I couldn't see, but... <laughs> had to be a costume. It was too perfect. Are, are you sure it wasn't a tie, Dad? <laughs> wow. I don't know. Uh, uh, I like the chameleon gecko hybrid. Oh, he was my favorite of all the, the, the monsters we got. That guy was cool. He was he wasn't my favorite, but I I thought he was a cool addition. I I love his powers. 
yeah i'm just not a sucker for the whole like you know i'm the apex of this for of the best like fucking i have uh, two aminals I, oh no! I, uh, yeah, I have two animals, I and oh no, I'm dead. Half, half man, half mantis, half chameleon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I really, I really hated how quick he died. But like, it was to you know give Nigo proper debut illness. If, if we so, were to a, do, if we were to do a, what I suggested earlier and remove one or two villains from the movie, he would be the second one I choose under Scorpion. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wouldn't. He had some great prosthetic work on his arm. Like when he took off his like glove, oh, creepy. His glove and he showed his arms. Oh, like I just looked at that and I was like, that is some good prosthetic work on that. that like cool. that yeah. looks clean. That that was so, that he had one of the cleaner designs. I thought it was one of the more busy designs, so I didn't like it personally. But I, I loved the, like the technicals of all of the all of the design that goes on him. I, I thought I, when Zero Go was transforming, like his head fucking splits, and I thought like the <laughs> face was gonna split open into the helmet. And I was gonna uh, be like, no, that would be great. <laughs> and, and like I'm a I, I'm a bio booster armored Giver boy, so when I saw his face splitting open, I thought to myself, "And where's the Zoa crystal? Come on, come on, turn into a Zoa." Oh, okay, all right. Like my Zoa Lord. You know what? There you go. How about Ono makes like a fucking Giver movie? Shin Giver. I would Shin Giver. Shin Giver. I would for a new Giver thing. Bring, Way bring, David, bring David Hater back. Why not? <laughs> I like how they wanted to uh, have he, it be. He did actually at one point. He had a Guyver three pitch, but yeah, supposedly the, uh, so the rights are like I, they're tied up. Somebody has the rights, but Wang doesn't have access to it anymore apparently, and it's a, apparently a mess. Yeah, Guyver. I, like I, I want to say Viz somewhere has the rights. It's, like it's not on file. Mm. I like with him they wanted to make a KK, so they said, okay, the Vantus will be Kamakiri and Chameleon, we're gonna change that to a K. <laughs> it's like the KKK, but one less. Oh, I see. Whoa. Uh, oh, speaking of K. <laughs> the robot? Oh, yeah. uh, you mean the robot, the robot, robot detective. Dude. Oh, you mean Lane's perfect form? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, no, this guy was dope. I didn't know he was a reference to another like show. So, yeah, right. the Bicentennial so, Man. So let me get this straight, because this is where I'm confused on all this. Hmm. There was this, you know, Japanese businessman. Yep. Mm, the founder of Shocker. Who who funded the project for Shocker? Uh-huh. Not Nazis. Not that yeah. we can't the original, enough. It's not the original Nazis. founder was apparently he had good intentions and then Ichiro twisted. He them. created an AI system. Which was I. That named I. And a robot named J. Which was the Kikaider looking fucker, who then upgraded yeah. but it to got K. Promoted to K. Yeah. So J got turned into K. Yeah. JK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh then he then the business guy killed himself. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is where the whole prequel manga fills in all the blanks. Yeah, I, I guess. guess. <laughs> Profit. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, there's a prequel manga to this to this movie. I can believe that. Yeah. So K was meant to like observe and absorb trauma, and I was meant to interpret and provide <laughs> solutions to the trauma. And that's shocker, and I don't know how to feel about that. 
So, so all of this this robot in a fucking pimped out suit is just gonna stand creepily off to the side of all of humanity and pick which despair ridden humans are worth saving. He should really be spending a lot more time in Africa. <laughs> so, I have a head cannon. Like you know how he had that motif of stuffing flowers into his pocket whenever like I'm you gonna know, need a lot more flowers. Important died. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to imagine. I like to imagine that he changes his jacket. And puts on another jacket. <laughs> like, he doesn't just take the flowers out of his pocket. He actually just takes off his jacket and replaces it with another identical jacket so that he can put more flowers into the next so one. He just has a closet oh, full of jackets with flowers in them. When he's talking, yeah. when he's talking to the chameleon guy, he's just like, I, I, I hope I hope those two come back. And he's like, well, sorry to say, motherfucker, they're not going to come back. Oh, why is that? Because I haven't fucking killed them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Very tragic. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, the Shocker Riders were cool. Yes, I love them. Okay, that's another aspect of this movie I want to bring up that I liked. Like, I, I had my problems with the editing, but it's shot very well. Yeah. Like, very good cinematography in this movie. Like, every, <sighs> like the, the like, I was kind of softer on the lighting of the underground tunnels this time around. I think maybe just the one we originally watched just wasn't, I don't know, like, it, it wasn't... It wasn't as bad as I remembered it, but it was still bad. But overall, good shots. The fight against the Shocker Riders was very awesome, as long as you can keep track of who's who, which it wasn't always very clear. That the fact that it was a dark tunnel made it a little dicey. I also like. So I want I want to see this scene, but like edit the fucking Men in Black car. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like it sort of did the same effect with the with the engines. But um, I like what you said while we were watching Ichi. That like I like how he went through all the trouble of making these super soldiers, and then he just gave him guns. Yeah, like is that supposed to be a barcode or rain? Well, <laughs> it's rain. Okay, I know. Yeah, so, so there are deleted scenes to this movie. Of course there. Are. Oh, cool. It was even longer originally. Oh God, give us oh, the man, Schneider like, cut. Like, oh, <laughs> like, a, like a few seconds here and there, like when Hongo's on his way to attack, like for like the final battle, Ichimonji had a few things to say instead of just being like. Okay. No, it, like like Ichimanji mentions how like oh he's protecting humanity even though in reality when they find out who he is they're gonna dissect him and find out what's going on. But then he looks down at his own belt. He's like shit. Guess I'm in the same camp. Yeah. As he's riding, he sees the Shaka Riders outside where it's raining, which is a reference to the original manga. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Can I can I just say when it comes to Ichimanji's character, I loved that character. Like the 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 moment where uh, Hongo and Ichimanji are standing there, and he's like, "So what are you gonna do? Like, you gonna go?" And Ichimanji's like, "Well, what I really want to do is join up with you and 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 you know fight Shocker and stuff." But you know. As a journalist, I've developed a rather healthy distrust for the government, and those assholes behind you over there, I don't trust them. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna he, go do my own thing for five whole minutes. Five minutes, right? <laughs> right? Five, five whole minutes, and then I'm going to, then, then I'm just gonna be like, ah, okay, I guess okay. I have to do that. It's, it's the end of the movie. It would have been. I, yeah. I, I like Ichimonji as a character. I feel like he suffers from being introduced only in the last third of the movie. That's exactly it. That that falls within the whole umbrella of this movie is too fast-paced. 
I get what it's doing, and I get and I get that he showed up like at a later part in the show, and that's what they're trying to emulate in the structure of the movie. And this is the one point where I'm going to agree with you on the points that you're making versus what I liked about it. I think Ichimonji, like if they're going to add a whole new villain at the end, I think that they could have inserted Ichimonji a little bit earlier into the movie. A quick rewrite on that wouldn't have been like you could have done it. Like it's a boss rush. You could have put Ichimonji in there at a different point. They could have had him like different. I think what they could have done is better. I just think what what they could have done to set him up better is have him be there at the aftermath of most some of the earlier fights, like learning and like studying Hongo's techniques, so that he knows how to better fight him. Here's what write a couple write a couple of scenes where he's just like, huh? So he's able to do that, huh? Sort of thing. Yeah. Or or just yeah. You make the movie more about Hongo and uh, sorry Ichigo Ichimanji Ichimanji and Hongo. You make it about them. You cut out, I'm sorry, what was her name? Ruriko? You don't need this character. <laughs> like, she dies halfway through. Like, like, the, and that would also, like, then we can get rid of the scorpion and, uh, sorry, the hornet plot. Because yeah. those are unnecessary for the, the plot of this movie, you know? As much as I enjoyed the Hachiog scene, it was not very central to the plot. Like, you make this about the two riders, is what I'm saying. You need you need Ruriko for that movie. If it was just about yeah. the two riders, you would have well, then way too gay. Yeah, the next and the first. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, I like, it, 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 like the uh, the whole thing about this movie it, again, just from my perspective, is and it's something that I I really greatly appreciated about it was the fact that it's kind of like that search for humanity. You know, I mean, these people who have been raised in this evil organization, um, you know, and and kind of like how they become human or wrestle with that and and we see this in all the characters we see how uh ichimonji deals with it hell even uh ichiro you know uh the butterfly augment you know his whole thing is like yes he hates humanity but the reason why he hates humanity is because he feels the most one of the most human things uh, of all and that's pain and this is how he's dealing with his pain yes you know you have all these characters dealing with within different ways and Ruriko, at least for me, I, I know a lot of people bitched about the fact that, uh, you know, she's just an exposition dumper, which is fair enough. But, uh, like, w- her death and what follows there, at least for me, is, like, the most common writer thing I think I've I've ever seen. It's yeah. just that because, humanity. Yeah. And that's, and that's the she, thing. Like, like more, so, more so than most of these heroes, it's like, I understand we all love the you know, common writer, you know, the, the, the mask and all this, but at, at its, at its core, at least in this iteration of common writer, it was really also what was behind the mask, you know, the, the human element and that kind of thing. These were themes that they were trying, I mean, the original was trying to convey if it achieved it or not is up for debate, obviously, but, uh, yeah, like Ruriko, what I got from Ruriko's character was that she was a victim of shocker. Yeah. Like Hongo was a victim of shocker, but he got mega super super like mega super strong superpowers. Like she's basic. She she, she goes out eyes. of her way to she goes out of her way to make uh, to make sure that we know she is like. There's a lot about her that's artificial. Like my eyes are computers, and I was born in a synthetic womb. I don't have a mother sort of thing. She is a victim of shocker, and she is like the culminative she she's a culmination of all of the horrible things that they're doing 
and yet she still wants to bring them down like they they talk about yeah. how she she came up with the concept of of the of the habitat zone but she also she also learned and grew beyond shocker like all the rest of the generals in this they just accepted it she didn't i liked that and wait i thought she was raised by her dad outside of it no i think ichiro was raised by the dad and mom uh and and then uh ruriko was raised by the dad but not the mom yeah she was a test tube baby but but she wasn't raised by shocker right well she was raised by the dad who was part of shocker yeah, raised within shocker. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Her best friend was the wasp. Was the wasp kaiji? Yeah, no, no, I know that. I just think it's really. Yeah, it, she... I just think it's an interesting choice that the emotional center of the movie is a character who is non-emotional for eighty to ninety percent <laughs> of her on-screen time. Yeah, but that's yeah. But that's kind of the whole thing. It it accumulates at the end. I mean, she lived through Hongo. She found her humanity through Hongo. She said so as much in that final message. Even when she kind of bitches, you know, I I need clean clothes and blah, blah, blah. She even later apologizes and says something like, I just wanted to be pampered for once in my life. Yeah, exactly. She learned learned how to be human through this guy. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just think it's an interesting thing to take note of, that this character is the emotional core of the movie. I just think it's funny, though, because she learned humanity from an unemployed high school or an unemployed university dropout who loves motorcycles. <laughs> and Don't can, we all? And, the, and another thing that I wanted to say, and I, I'll make this statement about the acting, and also, you guys were talking about Ijimanji. I want to talk about Hongo. Um, yes, his he's very monotone throughout the movie, but and and this might sound really pretentious. No, never. But at the same time, I I like the fact that he's a passenger in his own story. Yeah, I like the fact that we opened up with the, with him as common rider. Do holy shit! I'm on this tape. I, I I I'm a cyborg now, and we're just gonna bounce you into that. He's a passenger throughout his entire story. He he's processing everything as he's going, and I can see the wheels in his head turning as everything happens. And he's 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 not emoting, but he is reasoning his way through his own story, and he's just adapting to it. And I really enjoyed watching that. I it it, it is very monotone, but I really did like the acting from Hongo. It works, and for him. I personally. Yeah, it does work for him, and it's it's not conventional, but I I liked what they were doing with it. It I, also um, helps with stick. Oh, sorry. I I and I prefer his suit to Nigo, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Like that's just me. I prefer the Ichigo suit to Nigo, but yeah. What were you saying, Gar? Oh no, I was gonna let Lane go first. Oh, oh. I was just gonna say, um, I really. Like the the part where like he she leaves like kind of like a like a, a final message to him and like you know he like he puts on the helmet to like to to see it uh, and just afterwards he just he just breaks down and he's just yeah. so fucking sad that he lost probably like the only real friend he had given his new p- position so and like I just thought that was really well done and it like I I watched I was just like holy shit this is, this is great it, which as someone who's actually seen all of the original common writer Ruriko was sort of the best female lead we had because when hongo left the show she also left but unlike hongo who came back after his legs after uh the actor's legs were healed 
she didn't oh so instead we had i shit you not six different women on the show oh no oh god it's season six with four of them at once at one point oh aunt viv no it is it's the ending of the highlander tv show all over again i i think it was a neat choice for like while Hongo is processing his situation, and yes, being a passenger in a movie he is the main character in, yeah. uh, yeah. having like the helmet, like as they described it in the movie, boost his survival instincts so that he could fight and kill without worry or fear or consequence. I think it was neat how they, they use that to service the plot, or rather the structure of the movie, because it's a Kamen Rider movie, we gotta have fighting. And then, like, that yeah, became less of a thing as the movie went on, where he started to gain more actual control over what he was doing, and then understand yeah, the reason why he was doing it. Because the thing that I like most about Common Rider, like, the original Common Rider series, is there's there isn't really a big difference between, like, Common Rider and a regular Kaijin. He is just Grasshopper Kaijin. Yeah. What's important about him is the fact that he retained his humanity and he can struggle against his programming. Mm-hmm. And yes, he gain, he gains his himself back as he goes throughout the show. And that's what I've always liked about Hongo and Ichimonji. Like I love their story and I love the base Common Rider story. And I think that that's I, I think that was well represented in this movie with with the motif of the helmets and stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, I also I also love that shot where like after he like he did a rider kick and then you just see like the blood splatter like on the bottom of his boot like he's just standing there but you can see like the outline of blood on on his boot. <laughs> to, to bring up the whole helmet thing, uh, or to quickly backtrack to it, I was thinking about it at work the other day, where. Uh, mm-hmm. When like at the end of the movie, with, with spoilers, Takashi Hongo died. Yeah, but he, he got to live on as life. an AI in the helmet. But that's not what I was really thinking of. I was thinking of how the original helmet, like his original helmet, is still around, and Ichimonji lost his helmet, like it cracked in half. Yeah, and how he, uh, talking Tachibana are like, well, Hongo told us. Uh, to take care of you, and he's like, "I want a new suit, and you know, new helmet, like I new bike, a less and a new depressing suit. suit." You know what it was? It was that was his uh, bullseye daredevil with I want a costume. <laughs> but my the way that like my question, that... my question, why can the Japanese government officials recreate a common rider suit? Shut up! <laughs> life, life finds a way. But like the idea of the helmet, the idea of like. It went to becoming the iconic common rider Ichigo helmet. Yeah, you know, like the like the teal green, the, the red two plus eyes. One suit. I'm um, gonna say it again. It, if it, you're a... it, sorry, go ahead, go. Uh, just how it sort of, in a weird way, sort of represents this movie's legacy. Mm-hmm. Fifty years, like you know, fifty like supposed to represent fifty years of the original common rider and how the helm like the tight like. Actors come and go, the but Common Rider will always be there. His latex like, will always you quoted spirits, you asshole. What? Oh, I thought you were paraphrasing spirits. 
no, I'm straight up being serious how it's supposed to represent legacy and how like yeah like, here, like the the sim the, the symbolic like imagery of of being a hero will always yeah will live on yeah. even yeah. after death. Have you read Spirits? I have not. You have not. There's a really good line in. It, sorry, what I was trying to say is I thought you were referencing a line, but this is a line from like a, a line from Spirits that I really really enjoyed. Even if there is no God or Buddha. I know there is common. Oh yeah, I've seen. I've seen. Oh yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, that's a great line. And I think that. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, you know what I mean. Even even if everything is superstition, common rider will save us. Yep. And I think that 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 encapsulates that encapsulates it. Is that is is that what you were trying to say? Like, is that what you were trying to bring up? Just like the idea of like you know. Spider-Man will always live on because it's just a mask. Uh, Batman will always live on. Like, the, these symbols will always live on. Exactly. And the fact that, you know, go back to 2000, what, 2010, 2011, when the earthquake happened in Japan? Yeah. Everything was destroyed. You know what was still standing? The original Kamen Rider statue. statue. Yeah. yeah. Not broken, nice. not defeated, just still standing. So badass. I like That's how awesome. Ichiro hung out in an evil bathrobe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the first conversation between him and Ruriko is like, I will build a utopia. And her response is, No, it's going to be a dystopia. <laughs> Got him. The writing yeah! up a little too <laughs> My favorite part was it almost felt like they just didn't cut the scene where like it's that wide shot of him sitting in the throne and just the actor does this like really like like you can't see me this is really over the top like throw of his like gown and puts his leg like over his knee and then covers yeah. his leg back <laughs> up and like that genuinely <laughs> didn't feel like that felt like they just kept rolling and he just yeah did that. and then the layers hit that it's like he was like yeah we're putting that in <laughs> He just had to flex for a minute yeah. he's the ultimate he's the ultimate og He's the ultimate og. He's, he just sat down in a chair. He's going to put a little pizzazz on it. He's going to give you a little bit of the razzle-dazzle. I, I genuinely, I was, like, begging. It didn't happen, but, like, when, you know where they're having their, like, awkward little tussle on the floor? Oh, my God! That whole, like, <laughs> at, like wrestling scene? No music. Really subdued sounds. It was just, like, is someone going to stop this? <laughs> I, I, I was really hoping he would literally just go, you fucked my sister, didn't you? Didn't you? <laughs> I know you did! Guys, that wasn't the characters, that was just the actors actually having a fight. <laughs> they, were, they were so That's... frustrated because it was super fucking hot out while filming. Oh, no, no. Probably. And just like, the two of them are wrestling, and I'm like, where's the other rider right now? <laughs> well, to be fair, wasn't he like... Arm broken. Yeah, yeah, he was put down, wasn't yeah. he? I love I love how he got Zero Go's fucking mask off where he fucking Nigo just fucking Nigo headbutt. Uh. That was so fucking cool, man. That was so awesome. Yeah, it's the law of the cool exchange. And then he just and then just Hongo just goes, "Okay, you're gonna put this on, and you're gonna read a nice message from your sister." And then he just read listens to it. He goes, "Wow." Late, late, late. You know what it was? (laughs) 
Nissan, hmm? I did fuck Hongo. Wait, ah! <laughs> it was the it was the uh, the alley fight from They Live. Put on the helmet. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna put this on you, and you're gonna watch some Netflix. <laughs> the shocking Netflix. <laughs> you gave the man porn. <laughs> God damn it, I, I, I'm cracking up at the fact that, like, in an AU, it's literally just her sex tape with Bongo. Yeah, well, wow, VR chat got weird. Oh, that's the future of Boys and Girls. It's just like, in response to your question before, this is all I'm leaving you. I'm not actually going to give you a spot in the helmet. <laughs> But, but yeah, so just, all, all sorry, sorry, light, 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 sorry, 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 one more joke, one more joke. He just puts mm-hmm. on the helmet and it's and it's a sex tape of him fucking his sister. And he just looks at the camera and goes, lol. He just looks at the camera sticks his tongue out, gives him the double horns. Wink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's just, like, it's just that, it's just the words, I've uploaded this to YouTube. <laughs> So I, I, it, I would say I would say that like I I personally really enjoyed this movie. I thought I thought it really captured the the, the essence and like you know what what Common Rider is and like yeah and you know it was just it was it was the the 1971 plot of Common Rider just set in modernish day so. Modern-ish. But like I, I, I enjoyed it. The shots were cool. Like I said the the Dragon Ball fight between him and Nigo was just fucking. Sick. I was on the edge of my seat for that. That was so fucking cool. Like, Lane, I'm going to agree with everything you just said, and, like, I'll I'll give, like, my recap of it. Like, not Mm. my thing. Probably, I've seen it twice now. Probably won't ever watch it again. However, I guarantee if you're a Kamen Rider fan, you will like this. Like, it it seems... No, sorry, not will. If you're, uh, like, a fan of old Kamen Rider, I should say. (laughs) Oh, oh, so, like, the five of us? Yeah. Listen, listen. Yeah. I haven't watched a lot of Show Air Rider, but when I do watch Show Air Rider, I enjoy the fuck oh, out of dude, it. It's, X it's is still one of the time. funniest times I've ever had watching oh, yeah. anything. It's so fun. Love it. Yeah, I think my, like I said at the start, my overall opinion is there were a couple of really good moments. The fights were fun, but like some of the editing choices are yes, I understand where they're coming from with from a decision standpoint and an homage standpoint. It, it it just pulled me out of it so hard that my overall opinion of the movie is pretty much the same as Sal's. Like, it's good. I watched. It's all right. I watched it twice. I probably won't watch it again. Yeah. Uh, like, I sorry. Understand. One little joke on that where it's just like, yes, I like. It's just that stepbrothers scene where it's like, yes, I understand the homage and all that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I understand it. I don't have to like it. Gar, I about? liked it a lot. I I would go so far as to say I really quite liked it. I I'm with Lane on this. It's got the soul of the original Common Rider. It's got that spirit. It make I I understand every one of the decisions. I can understand someone saying that, like you know, it's it's not for them. But for me, someone who who really enjoys like just the transforming superhero stuff and the underlying tropes that kind of build it i really i i really quite enjoyed this movie i it's like i said i've seen i i've seen other other things structured like it and that makes me not 
be bothered by the multiple acts and multiple bosses. And I really just enjoyed watching Hongo and Ichimonji going through this story again. I didn't, and I, I, I can't even complain about anything except, except for some obvious, like, you know, editing decisions that yes, make for some ugly transitions. I'll acknowledge that, but the package, like the whole package is greater than the sum of its parts and the sum of its parts is pretty great too. So I'm, I'm here for it. Even this my lowest IGN score, seven out of 10. Uh, you know i'll let matt go i i loved it um yeah it's uh for me there there was just so and and it probably has a lot to do with the fact that i doing research for a common writer video for literally about six eight months really gave me kind of a new appreciation for it and then kind of seeing this kind of really it was cool you know and it, it i understand that um i think a lot of criticisms are justified against it for sure but for me personally like seen the movie i think three times now and it's gotten to the point of like where it's kind of like shin godzilla where i can watch it it doesn't get old i keep on getting more out of it i really enjoy um all aspects of it honestly hell yeah all right perfectly valid um, i saw the movie twice i'll admit I'm glad I gave it a second watch for it because uh, when I watched it the first time, I was so dead tired and I woke up and watched the rest of the movie on my phone. <laughs> oh no. On your fucking phone? That's not the way to do it. Oh man. And I thought, oh, it was okay. I thought it was pretty decent, but you know, I went downstairs, I watched it on the 4K. It wasn't in 4K, but. <laughs> Yet, anyway, <laughs> we'll give it time. Uh, not yet, but uh, I the, do I like it more than Shin Ultraman? I'm gonna have to say no. Surprising <laughs> zero people. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I agree with Guard. Shin Ultraman's uh, like more joyful, I, I think. I don't know. I, what about Shin Godzilla? Because that's that. No, Shin Godzilla is no, probably okay, my least okay, favorite. No, no, no. no. Uh, oh, see, that's the thing. I can't compare it to Shin Godzilla because that's its own tier of. Well, first off, it's an actual fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too, too much, too much political talk, in my opinion. I just couldn't understand it. Like, there's actual structure to that movie. Godzilla movie? No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so, like, comparing it to Shin Ultraman, I like Ultraman a bit more okay. than I did this. However, I feel like a lot of newer Common Rider fans probably not gonna like it as much. Maybe I'd be curious they... about that. That's the thing. I I think my opinion largely comes from the fact that yes, I grew up on Heisei Rider, and unfortunately, that's just part of the territory. People who are more seasoned with Showa Common Rider will be less sensitive to the things I nitpick at. Like it, it's weird. Like I grew up, I grew up on Modern Day Rider too, but like. You know, for, through Paul and Gar, uh, especially because like they they're they're huge passion for Showa. I, I I understood and saw what this movie was trying to do, and I just like kind of respected it a lot for that. So, and, and you know what? That that kind of sums it up for me now that I think about it. Because like I said, I loved watching X, right? Yeah. Like that's mm -hmm. that's old school stuff. 
But the, I think the reason I like that versus something like this is because that is actually old school. And I it's charming to me when it's, like, actually that old, you know? It's like watching like yeah. an old movie. And, well, yeah, of course, it, it, it you can see the strings on the spaceships. It, it's 1948. Like, <laughs> I think the cheesiness helps that, that show strike the balance between action and seriousness and the comedy in a different way than modern Heisei writer does exactly uh, and, and next they also blew like, up a chicken <laughs> and then uh, there was the scene where like, the submarine blew up if you don't like this movie then per like i personally recommend common writer the first and the and next, next, next like, <laughs> it's more of a heisei take on common writer ichigo yeah 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 where i feel like that's what you're more looking for like it's a so it's somewhat structured like a real movie <laughs> Oh, uh, has modern effects. Sure, uh, like a hasty writer movie. When the hell is Media Blasters going to release it? They had the trademark for a year now. Where the fuck is my Blu-ray? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, quick thing too. Um, just some real-world stuff. So this came out on July twenty-first, twenty twenty-three. Uh-huh. Which, as we all know, the big thing was uh, was Bart Barbieheimer sort of thing. Yeah. There, if you were going hardcore though, it was Shin Barmenheimer Bros. Brothers, sorry, yeah. for, what was it? Shin, Shin Connor, Connor, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Venture Brothers, and Pikmin 4. I did all five in the same weekend. <laughs> I did I also did it, it not, but on I, a much less focused thing. I played the Pikmin 4 demo like a week or two before, and then I watched the Venture Brothers movie the week after. So, I, I was... I'm gonna be happy uh, 4,000 years from now when I'm telling my grandchildren. Like, like, I was like, le- like legit. <laughs> Like legit, everyone, everyone like watching like Shin Kong Rider as soon as it was available digitally and stuff like that on streaming, and like I'm just like oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and then like and then they were then Gar and everyone was just like okay, we're talking Granger. I'm like all right, I have a reason to watch it now. <laughs> I I heard there were some backlash in the theaters when the Fathom events went on for this movie. I can see that. Like apparently, some fans were just being assholes. Oh. You mean Talk- the, it's the you American mean the, way? There's a toxic side to the Tokusatsu <laughs> fandom. What? 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 I've never seen there's it. What? American no moviegoers. Way. I don't know how it is for you guys up there, but American moviegoers are like the worst. Um, there was actually, I think, a news story just the other day, just talking about how it's. I don't know if there's been a study done, but perceptionally, it seems like people think it's gotten a lot worse since, you know, post-pandemic and everybody's like back doing their thing now. But yeah, no, um, my theater was jam-packed. There was people trying to MS3TK the whole thing. And it was just like, there's also people that would bring their belts and make noises the whole time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's, that's like people, That's like people at a Star Wars premiere. I was literally gonna say. Train their lightsabers around. That's what you did. Did they think the movie was gonna pause and go, all right, kids, break out your belts and hench it along? I, I don't really know when. Or a picture show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when movie theater, like movie going experiences, became an interactive experience because, like, no, I just there. don't give a flying fuck what anybody else wants to be doing in the theater it's just like let me just sit here and enjoy it and that's why when but, i when know. i go when i go see important movies that are like i'm really really excited to see i see them in the vip so exactly. i'm not in your kids and i'm yeah. with responsible adults exactly <laughs> shout out to yeah. uh alamo draft houses where if you talk you get kicked out oh man 
Cool. And people oh, wonder man. why Toei won't n- won't uh, make Kamen Rider Super Sentai more of a worldwide thing. Who'd have thought? <laughs> or when though? Go see a movie on Wednesday. I'd be Who the one asshole on Wednesday. <laughs> I'd be that one asshole who went to the uh, screening, but instead of bringing a Kamen Rider belt, I'd go. It's morphin' time. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Shin Kamen Rider, uh, the movie we just discussed, it is available legally on Amazon Prime Video. Just make sure that you search Shin Masked Rider because yeah. they obviously translate it. So, have you guys ever heard about that? Like why? Why? Like especially in North America, you have all this, this stuff that's like Common Rider, and then other stuff is like Mass Rider. We were talking about this yeah, yeah. Day. We were talking about that. It's because Toei, when Common Rider Double started airing back in two thousand nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. they changed like, the name from Mass Rider to Common Rider. Like I literally asked because we were discussing the the, the gotcha co- cards, yeah, which of like all the old riders. I'm like, why do some say Mass, one do some some say Common, and they yeah. Some. So anything that aired double or after is referred to as Common Rider, and anything before that they call Mass Rider. Which I feel like it'd be the other yeah. way around. That's weird. I don't know. I think it's because they recognize that people are recognizing the brand of Common Rider. Fair. And they want to, maybe, it, I don't know if it is a factor, but it could be a factor that they want to distance it from what they know as Masked Rider. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not an iconic show. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, man. Discotech. They got the rights to Black and Black RX. I am just, and they got the, the original Digimon movie. Ooh. Calling it now by the end of the year. We're gonna get some months. I can't wait for that re-release of the Digimon movies. It's gonna be awesome. Will it? Anyway, uh, that is our discussion on Shin Kamen Rider. We did it. We finally did it. All boys. over the place, just like this movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, thank you again to Matt from Monstrosities for coming on. It's been a lovely time discussing this movie with you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, because we skipped our regular episodes this week next week we will be doing a double episode special to cover the episode of king oger that aired this past week as well as the one that's about to air and honestly that's not a bad thing because the more king oger we get to talk about the better oh yeah (laughs) show's amazing go watch it yep um yeah so next week we'll be talking about this week's episode or the the coming episode of geats and the two episodes of king oger yeah and of course we have to thank our currently active patrons which of course would be our best boy blaze armorhide sentai vt and mike harper thank you for continuing to support us and what we do mike why don't you uh plug your plug your socials yeah let us know where we can find you and all your work I called you Mike again. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow Mike. Matt, nah, sorry. <laughs> you can find me in the basement. Um, no. Uh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, monstrosities over on YouTube. Um, just plain old monstrosities. Uh, and then uh, Twitter, I think I'm, or whatever. Is it still called Twitter or is it X now? Uh, I, will be, I will be in the cold, dark ground before I refer to it as X. That, <laughs> I've, accepted our, I've accepted our X overlords. Who cares about the social stuff? Just go to the YouTube page, subscribe. You know, yeah. we got stuff on there. Ooh, 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 Matt, Matt. Want to do the thing what that thing? you do at the end of every video? For Godzilla's sakes. Oh, I haven't said that in a long fucking time. Do you really <laughs> want me to do that? Yes.
I, I, I like my I like my new catchphrase a lot better, you know, which is um but what do I know? I'm just a shitty Godzilla YouTuber, you know? Uh, I actually have that quoted in my in my uh in the Discord here. Wow. Nice. Nice. But oh, thank you guys very much for having me. A lot of fun. Yeah, of course. Well, well it was great. It was real great meeting you, Matt. Yeah. I get the fuck back in the basement. <laughs> back to editing. I'll go I'll go edit this episode, you know? You can just you throw well some rich nice. crackers my way. My stomach would really appreciate it. Yeah. But we'll uh think about it. Yeah, feel feel free to come back on anytime you want. You Matt. can hang out on our Discord if you like. We we pride Matt. ourselves on being one of the hopefully less toxic sides of the Tokusatsu fandom. Yes. God knows we need it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. nice Canadians. Yeah. But uh, as always, thank you all, everyone, for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. As always, the primary source of our Cast Ranger hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find not only our episodes, but our Facebook page, Twitter, uh, Patreon, Discord server, our merch store, all of our cool shit, and an index of all of our episodes. Uh, so if you're looking for thoughts on any particular episode or movie that we've talked about, it's all nicely organized by show. What do you guys think of this show? Oh, shit, we didn't talk about that show yet. We'll get to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Matt, you want to know why we started this show? Why did you start this show? Because you all love Tokusatsu, I would assume. That is a primary reason, but the inciting incident that made us go, we need to start a podcast about this, was Tokuger's train dick megazord <laughs> when, it, when, it, when, it, when episode 3 when a dick punched its way out of a coffin yep. god and I maintain that needs to be the last <sighs> thumbnail yep, that's you how guys we do have like the best name for a podcast just to let you know yeah. like, well, thank you thank like, you for not being seriously. one of those people who calls it castrator <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, well wait, I mean what? it would <laughs> Well, we, are to, we, we are, to be fair, some people have no, said that to me. By the penis, die by the penis, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, it, considering what started the show, it will be apt. Mm -hmm. I, I used to be the pink one, now I'm the gray one. So That's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it is to me. Get that looked at. <laughs> All right, well, thank you again uh, to Matt for guesting here, and thank you again to everyone for tuning in. We will see you next week. Matt, can you say stay sentai? Uh, stay sentai. <laughs>